In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the second Sunday of the Coptic month, Kiyach. And this is the month that ends by the Feast of Nativity of our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, so all the readings of this month are from Luke chapter 1, which actually speaks about the events that happened before the Lord, Lord's birth. First Sunday, the Annunciation of Archangel Gabriel to Zechariah. Today, the Annunciation of Archangel Gabriel to St. Mary. Next week, the visit of St. Mary to Elizabeth. And the last week will be the birth of John the Baptist. And then, uh, on the Feast of Nativity, the visit of the wise men to the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, the birth of John the Baptist is connected with the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ because then John the Baptist, we call him the forerunner. Forerunner means the one who came before the Lord Jesus Christ to prepare the way for him. That is the meaning of forerunner. The one who, is runs, the one who runs in front of another. This forerunner. So he came to pave the way, to prepare the way before the Lord Jesus Christ. And in every Sunday, there is a new revelation about who God is. Especially for a long time, the heaven was closed, meaning there was no communication between heaven and earth. No appearances, no angels, no prophets for a very long time. And then all of a sudden the heaven is opened. Archangel Gabriel came and announced the birth of John the Baptist. So with the birth of John the Baptist, as we said last week, the Archangel Gabriel said to Zechariah, you will call his name John you will call his name John. And John means God is compassionate. God is compassionate. So the first revelation to us that God is a kind God, a loving God, a merciful God, a, a, a compassionate God. He actually planned all of this, how to deliver us, how to save us, not of necessity, but because he is a loving God. It is the necessity of love that made God save us, nothing else. Because he loved us, he chose and he decided to save us. Not based of our worthiness, not because we deserve it, but he is a compassionate God. Today, there is another revelation about God. As Archangel Gabriel said to Mary, his name will be called Jesus. Jesus means Savior. Jesus means Savior. And this revelation is very, very important. 
Because many times we have compassion on other. For example, if you see a personal a person with terminal disease, you may see and look at him and you have compassion on him. But you cannot do anything. You cannot save him. You cannot heal him. You cannot rescue him. But with God, it is totally different. God is not only a compassionate God, but he is a savior. He can save us. And as Archangel Gabriel said to Mary also, with God, nothing will be impossible. With God, nothing will be impossible. Even if the humanity has been in captivity under Satan for more than 5,000 years, the Lord can bind Satan and can take all these people who were taken captive in Hades and rescue them and deliver them into the paradise of joy. And the living, he can also transfer them from the kingdom of Satan to the kingdom of righteousness. Uh, when we baptize in a child, at the end, we read like a commandment to the parents. And we tell them the day in which he was born, he was a slave. He was in darkness. But today, after the baptism, he is free. And he moved from darkness to light. Our Lord can save us. And indeed, he saved us. That's why the reading of today uh, from the book of Acts is about the appearance of our Lord Jesus Christ to Moses in the burning bush. And this part was taken from the speech of St. Stephen. St. Stephen, when he gave his speech, uh, he mentioned the appearance of uh, God to Moses in the burning bush. And God, when he appeared to Moses, he told him about six actions. He told him, I have seen the oppression of my people. That's the first action. I have heard their cry. Second action. I know their suffering. Third action. I will come. That's the fourth action. To deliver them. The fifth action. And bring them up to a better land. Land flowing with milk and honey. Six actions. God actually saw the oppression of the humanity under Satan for 5,000 years. God heard the cry of the humanity to be delivered from the oppression of Satan. God, as a compassionate God, he recognized and he knows our suffering under the oppressor, under Satan. So he decided to come down, that's his incarnation, to deliver us from the kingdom of Satan, which he did, and not only to rescue us, but also to transfer us 
to a better place, to his kingdom, the kingdom of righteousness. That is the sixth action. When we see somebody in oppression, for example, if we see people are oppressed, maybe we see their suffering, maybe we hear their cry, maybe we understand their pain, but not all of us, we can say, we will go and will deliver them. But even if we go, certain situation, you cannot deliver them. Oppressions by governments, you cannot deliver them. Uh, illness and sickness, you cannot deliver them. And even if you can't deliver them, for example, if there is family living in poverty and they have a lot of debts and you're, you are able to pay all their debts, who after this will bring them into a better place? As the Lord said, to a land flowing with milk and honey. And milk and honey, milk comes from animal, honey comes from the plants, which mean blessing in the plants and blessing in the animals, which mean a lot of abundance, a lot of goodness. Who can do this? That's why Archangel Gabriel said to Saint Mary, with God, nothing will be impossible. And this which God actually did for us, his salvation. That's why his name is Jesus. Jesus means savior. He saved us. After the fall of Adam and Eve, the whole humanity suffered, suffered from the corruption of the nature, suffered from the sin, suffered from death, suffered from uh, the, the inability to fight against sin. That's why you heard in the Pauline letter of today from Romans chapter 3, uh, St. Paul said, uh, there is none who does good. No, not one. There is none who does good? No, not one. And God gave them the law. And if they were able to keep the law, they would be justified. But even nobody was able to keep the law. And humanity failed in justifying themselves. Humanity failed even with the law to keep themselves pure and righteous. So everybody needed a savior. Everybody needed a savior. Uh, as St. Paul said also today, there is no fear of God before their eyes. Now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law that every mouth may be stopped and all the world may be guilty, all the world may be guilty before God. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, no flesh will be justified in his sight. 
for by the law is the knowledge of sin. So everybody, the Jews, the Gentiles, the Jews were following the law of Moses. Gentiles were following their, the natural law. Nobody was, was able to be justified. Everybody needs a savior, needs a savior. So in, in the Catholic letter of today, it spoke about this savior when St. John in his first letter told us uh, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and our hands have handled concerning the word of life, the life was manifested. The life was manifested. God came to give us life. God came to deliver us from death and to resurrect us with his resurrection. That is the salvation that God had performed to all of us. God came as our Savior and he fulfilled all the requirements of the law. Why? He doesn't have to fulfill all the requirements of the law. He resembled us in everything except for the sin. So there is no need for him to fulfill all the requirements of the law. But he did. You know why? So when we join him, when we are united with him, in him I will be considered as if I fulfilled all the requirements of the law. That's why this union with the Lord Jesus Christ is very important. Because in him I will be righteous. In him I will be justified. In him all the requirements of the law I will be considered as if exactly I fulfilled all the requirements of the law. So he came and fulfilled all the requirements of the law. Even he took our curse. Even he carried our sins and he died. So when I, I unite with him in baptism, in his death and in his burial, then actually I died. When the Lord said to Adam, you shall surely die, we die literally in the water of baptism. We are buried with him in baptism. Then as he rose on the third day in baptism, we rise again. New creature, new people, children of God, righteous, justified. And this was given to us as grace, as free gift from God. Why? Because he is compassionate. John, God is compassionate because he loves us. Not because of anything else, but because he loved us. The inability to keep the commandment of God in the old covenant. Now God gave us the Holy Spirit to dwell in me. You are the temple of God and the Holy Spirit dwells in you. And one of the titles of the Holy Spirit, he is the helper, which means he will help me to keep the commandment of God. And when I am filled with the Holy Spirit, then actually I can walk in all his commandment without blemish. Literally, I have the ability not to break any commandment. But what happens with our 
rebellion. Many times we resist the Holy Spirit and we fall in sin. Even after uh, our regeneration, after our new birth, after our baptism, we resist the Holy Spirit and we fall in sin again. And God, who is a compassionate God and a Savior, He made a plan for us to save us through the repentance and confession. He told us, even if you fall in sin after your new birth, because His desire is to save everybody, He does not desire the death of a sinner, but rather that He returns and lives. So He gave us the repentance and the sacrament of confession. Through repentance and confession, that's why it's called new baptism. I will be righteous again. I will be justified again. And he gave the disciples and their successors this power to lose the bonds of sin, to forgive sins on earth. As he told them, if you forgive sins on earth, they will be forgiven in heaven. What about if I commit a sin after my baptism? The, we know the wages of sin is death. So I am going to suffer from death? Yes, because the wages of sin is death. So how God would save me? God even made a plan for this. He told us, he who eats my body and drinks my blood will live forever. So even if I became under the sentence of death uh, because I fall in sin after my baptism, through repentance and confession and through communion, I, I am actually risen again. I will have the power of resurrection again because now I am united with Jesus Christ who abolished the power of death by his death, and he gave us his resurrection to be our resurrection. In the litany of the gospel, we say, for you are the resurrection of us all. You are the resurrection of us all. Can you tell me how it can be easier than this to be saved? God actually gave us everything we need to be saved. Even when we sin, he gave us the repentance and confession. Under sentence of this, he gave us the communion. Uh, to, to fight against sin, he gave us the Holy Spirit, the helper to dwell in me and to empower me and to strengthen me. He, the corrupted nature, I get rid of it in the water of baptism and I get rid of the original sin. So God gave me everything I need everything I need to be saved that because he is the savior as Archangel Gabriel said to Saint Mary his name will be called Jesus because he will save his people from their sins yes he is our savior when we reflect on these two revelations the revelation of last Sunday God is compassionate the revelation of this Sunday God is Savior, and with God nothing is impossible. Regardless, we saw many people like Moses the Black, like Mary of Egypt, 
like uh, Augustine, like uh, Saint Baez, all these people reached a level in wickedness and sin very, very far. But the grace of God was able to save all these people from their sins. And now they are famous saints in the church. So God can deliver you. God can save you. Just tell him what St. Mary said. Behold the maid servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. Submit yourself to God. Surrender yourself to him. Surrender yourself to the leading and direction of the Holy Spirit. And definitely God is able to save you from any bad habit, from any bondage, from any sin, from any bad nature in you. God can deliver you. God can renew you. God can make you a new person, a new creation. That's why he came. That's why we are celebrating his birth. He came to give us life and to give it to us more abundantly. Let us praise him, glorify him for his love, for his compassion, for his salvation. Glory be to him forever and ever. Amen.